Today, from the International Gospel Hour, friends, let's look and consider the condensed gospel from the book of Mark. Now, it's still strong and thorough, does not omit a thing. It's just an interesting approach to study, to know of the things God has granted unto us. And that's our study today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. On Jordan, so Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you to our Jay Webb and greetings to all of you. It is so good to have you on our broadcast today as we will spend but a few moments in a study of the Word of God. We are greatly encouraged to hear from you, our listeners. So feel free to reach out to us through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Drop us a message. Let us know that where you're hearing our broadcast or if you choose to call us at one 855-IGH-6988. Well, if you can give us a call, we would love to know where you are hearing our broadcast today. Let's begin by asking a question. Do you by chance recall the Reader's Digest Condensed Books series? They now call them Select Editions, and each exciting volume of Select Editions will contain four of today's best fiction novels. Now, they are carefully chosen, and they are specially edited for quick, efficient reading. While in my travel some years ago, I was going through an area of which I lived at one time and heard a good preacher friend speak on the subject, the book of Mark, the gospel condensed. And while I listened to his broadcast, I thought, you know, that's pretty good. Although condensed, yet the message I learned was quite powerful. As the Gospel of Mark begins, please note Mark 1, 14 and 15. Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Now that's a great place to start. And we will allow our studious perusal of Mark to become a powerful study today. But first, friends, I want to pause, go back to our J-Web, and I mentioned our website moments ago. Well, here's some more information about our website from the International Gospel Hour. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts. Learn more of our history. Download our app. Request our free newsletter and free Bible study. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Let's continue today's study. Let's think about authority within the gospel. Again, we refer back to Mark chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, where Jesus was preaching the kingdom of God is at hand, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Truly the time of Christ in the world was fulfilled. For in Galatians 4 and verse 4, But when the fullness of the time had come, 
God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law. And the time for the kingdom to come was fulfilled. Why, even Daniel, in Daniel chapter 2 and verse 44, In the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. And the purpose of the Christ was fulfilled. From Luke four seventeen through 19 And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord." So when we look at Mark chapter 1, 14 and 15, we find coming forth the gospel of authority. Christ came into the world. That was fulfilled. His purpose was fulfilled. The kingdom that would come was fulfilled. The authority of God and man's only hope, here we find within the book of Mark. As we peruse and continue into chapter 2, there's the gospel of opportunity. In Mark 2, verses 16 and 17, And when the scribes and Pharisees saw him eating with the tax collectors and sinners, they said to his disciples, How is it that he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Dear friends, This is the ultimate message, an ultimate call of the gospel. You see, dear friends, we are often said, is a person called? And a lot of times we put that in the parallel to preachers. Well, dear friend, everyone is called by the gospel. That's 2 Thessalonians 2.14. We're called by that message, the message that will give hope to the hopeless and peace to those that are torn. In Titus 2, beginning with verse 11, We learn that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works." Oh, my dear friends, isn't it amazing what the grace of God instructs unto us? That we can learn and we can be healed? Jesus, in Matthew 9.35, went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. So, dear friends, here is a message of opportunity. Nothing had ever come this way before. Jesus was impacting the earth. So, as we look in the gospel of Mark, very quickly, what do we learn? We learn about the time of Christ was fulfilled. He came into the world. He preached of the kingdom. He preached the gospel, and we see a great change happening. Dear friends, what a beautiful thought. Now, in our studies, each broadcast, dear friends, we always like to pause and to offer something free to you. You may find it online somewhere, or we may mail it to you. And we have a wonderful study titled, Victory in Jesus. 
We make that study available from time to time, and we still have many copies of that study left. We'd love to send it to you. We want to pause here in our broadcast, encourage personal Bible study, and here is our J. Webb how you can receive our free study. We are so thankful for you, our listeners, and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study offer on this program is Victory in Jesus, a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Please leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study. Let's think about the gospel for everyone. And this is reflected in the parable of the wicked husbandman, Mark chapter 12. The first 11 verses teach, A man planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it, dug a place for the wine vat, and built a tower. And he leased it to vine dressers and went into a far country. Now at vintage time he sent a servant to the vine dressers that he might receive some of the fruit of the vineyard from the vine dressers. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again he sent them another servant, and at him they threw stones, wounded him in the head, and sent him away shamefully treated. And again he sent another, and him they killed, and many others, beating some and killing some. Therefore still, having one son, his beloved, he also sent him to them last, saying, They will respect my son. But those vine dressers said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. Therefore what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. Have you not even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Oh, dear friends, we see here the refusal of many Jews to accept Christ, but the Gentiles would. That's the meaning there of verse 9. Think about what Peter said on the day of Pentecost in Acts two thirty-eight and 39. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you and to your children, now watch, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The Gentiles recognized that foundation, the chief cornerstone. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ, 1 Corinthians 3.11. This same gospel is for any and for all. So from Mark, the condensed gospel, if you will, all authority was brought forth through Jesus Christ, an opportunity of hope and better living was brought forth through Christ, and a worldwide message and hope was given through Christ, no exceptions to anyone. It is a gospel that is immediate, for we note from Mark sixteen fifteen and 16, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Dear friend, are you obedient to the gospel message? You've heard it. You believe it. 
Will you repent of your sins, as we noted from Peter in Acts 2.38? Confess Christ and be baptized today to be added to His church. Dear friends, what a wonderful thought, and how grateful we are for our wonderful study from the book of Mark. We'll continue our studies together another time, shall we? My friends, thank you always for joining me here on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. And until next time, well, friends, I'm going to continue to be Jeff Archie, and hey, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,